Uh, listeners, my next guest joins me live on the telephone. It's Amanda Peddle, who is an expert, I have to say. Classroom practitioner, knows her onions, and she's very welcome to our Mental Health and Wellbeing live radio show. Amanda, thanks for joining us. How are you at the moment? Hi, Russell. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Bless you. Uh, I'm very well, actually. I'm absolutely shattered, as is probably everybody that works in the education sector after my first almost full year back in face-to-face work with the uh, children and young people that I support and um, sort of just keeping on just keeping my head above water. I was going to say that I was just going to say that and and I think everyone just uh, that chimes nicely with everyone kind of because that's really really what it's like to have to be burdened. Now you've written widely on on this topic as well and and I think this just plays beautifully uh, into the discussional topics on the show today and it's about our mental health and well-being of young people and particularly very young people because I think some of your your book content is is actually aimed at very young children Talk, talk, talk to me a bit about that if you can yes so I started out originally I've I've worked for 22 years in educational settings um, in a support capacity and that's grown and developed Um, I got to a position of being a head of year um, and got very frustrated with the systems Um, lots of uh, where I operate in in Swale in Kent is an area of high deprivation um, and so I started to work independently to work with all the young people that slipped through the cracks. Um, over the car, over the course of the last 13 years, we've developed an emotional response awareness program. And sadly, you know, the need for my work has got younger and younger over the last 13 years. Predominantly, my specialism is sort of year nine to 11, you know, very, very direct behavioural issues mm. causing lots and lots of areas of concern in school at risk of exclusion mm. you know with not a lot of communication outside of the school arena so to be that sort of sort of mediator between everybody involved and get them up to the next level and it was all very much about building a relationship and taking that relationship up to uh you know into a system mm. that where they could access support so the work got younger and younger and younger and, and I was working with some year fives um, on the program, which is based in neuroeducational science. Um, it teaches them where the emotions start in the brain, where that sensory response creates the emotional response, where that becomes a physical response, how mm. the neurons respond. Mm. And, um, you know, the kids added bits you know as time went on they'd call the neurons the rons they would make up little songs about it they would call the caveman colin and we had this whole thing going on with this year five group and 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 i started to sort of float around saying i'm gonna write a book about this one day um and the kids challenged me you know we got to a certain point and they said yeah you keep saying that and you haven't done it and i said yeah it's scary and they said well hello and they quoted me back to me and then I thought well I I haven't got a lot of choice now really because I've spent years encouraging these young people to sit in uncomfortable feelings and manage it in a slightly better way um without changing who they are um so that's where it started and and they were originally written for a year five program but as they've developed now we've got them being used in nursery settings being shared in old people's homes. Wow. We're going to Essex to train up 
their 12 of their libraries to use them in a library setting and there's a, a level one classroom pack and a level two intervention pack nice. because yeah i mean the schools have such a lot of responsibility now i mean trying to get kids into cams so many times the schools do a referral and the and the referral goes back to the school for the school to put in a provision you know and some schools have got wonderful well-being provisions and some schools haven't developed that yet so having something very simple that that doesn't interfere with the therapeutic progress at a level three yes but begins to build on that idea of psychology being something wow something to do with the brain something that is natural something that we need to not shy away from um obviously within a behavior uh, policy within a school it's very very tricky to align that um and that's where my consultancy work comes in within the schools that i go to is is trying to marry that approach within a classroom setting you know with teachers that with all due respect there's an awful lot floating around at the moment around self-regulation co-regulation do this do that do the other yes to be able to do this you have to have had a quite a personal journey of self-discovery and self-reflection and that's not part of the teacher training program nope absolutely nor is it a focus there's no supervision um so you know, it, it's there's an awful lot of push towards mental health and well-being for the kids, and and that's great. But what you're getting then is children who understand these things to some extent, adults that understand to some extent. And there's a very fine line, isn't there, whether the teacher then tips over into that therapeutic role, when actually a teacher is trained to teach, mm-hmm. and that's very very difficult. And more and more and more is getting put back on schools. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think, you know, lots of teachers have really enjoyed this because it's given them a platform that it feels educational. It doesn't feel like they're being therapeutic. Um, We offer lots of guidance around outcomes and and ticking some boxes, which none of us like. But the pragmatics of it are that that is how our education system works. Brilliant. Remind me of the titles of the book so that listeners can if they, they reach out to them. So what are they looking for? So the books are called Tam's Journey. And there's three books at the moment. They're called The Beginning, The Middle and The End. Uh, and the end has a question mark because it sort of denotes that the journey is ongoing. And uh, and it's about a little boy called Tam. Tam stands for The Amazing Me. So the kids can personalise it. You can do lots with that. Um he gets the ump, runs off in the woods, meets a sloth. Um, there's We're linking with the Sloth Conservation Foundation in Costa Rica. Wow. Uh, to, they do lots of research out there. Um, and there's a little bit of science in, the, in, in book number two around why the sloth is actually very well genetically developed to suit its environment and, and how we can learn from sort of their instincts. Um, yeah, and then... So those three books introduce this whole concept of emotional response awareness as a story, as some fun. Um, And I went into a primary school yesterday, and this is lovely. And this was something that I didn't expect. So what my vision was, you know what it's like. You write a book, everyone's going to buy the rights. It's going to be a huge bestseller. Everyone's going to have it, you know. And, and, And that's the aim. You know, that is the dream that everybody is able to have this conversation about how our body works in terms of emotional response 
but I went into a school yesterday and there's a little autistic boy there and he, he he's not he's not been very good with communication and he couldn't read and write um but he read the first book and he was absolutely hooked and every week I would go in I had a really rough week through the week and then on a Friday morning I have this couple of hours in a primary school and and it was just a joy because he'd be in the corridor doing his work. I mean, he was not in class for such a long time. He was always in the corridor with his help, with his with his teaching assistant. And she'd go, well, who's this? And he'd go, it's Amanda Peddle, author and creator of the Tam's Journey book series. Every week, without fail, we did this little routine. And he was delicious. Well, they sat me down yesterday and he's learnt to write and wow. read using these books brilliant and it, he's taken screenshots and then he's summarized every page and written it out in his little handwriting and he's back in class and I, that didn't occur to me that, that could be an outcome that's an a aid you know that it, mm. in that way I, you know i had the idea for the story that understanding but to see it used in that way was so precious and um yeah i mean i you know I go to school, I do the work, I come home, I don't get a lot of time to show off about it. Um, and, and you know, currently, there's not a huge amount of joy in the work. There's a lot of children being failed through nobody's fault but COVID. Um, so to see that was really, really quite special this week. Brilliant. Congratulations. Well done. Now, can parents use this book at home themselves with their child? Tell me about that. <clears throat> Yes, they can. It's, it's anybody can use it for whatever age. My nan's 96 and she's loved them and she's really enjoyed learning. Wow. And reflected. She's actually very good at reflecting mm. about how how understanding that in her day and age would have been mm. beneficial. Um, we actually do an online families program where um, I've got a practitioner and she zooms into the family home and she works with the child and the parent using the books as like a little family nice program. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been really successful with families at home. And what I've had a lot of, and what I hoped I would have a lot of, is that um, parents getting in touch saying, you know, my, my son or daughter has enjoyed it so much. But as a family, we have learned so much about our responses you know because sometimes having that contact with families isn't as easy when you're when you're working in a school full-time nope i mean absolutely i'll get it and i think all our listeners will get it as well uh, where can we hook up with you on social media where should we go oh i'm all over social media um i'm rubbish on all of them by the way um because i don't really understand the algorithms and i haven't got time to sit and work things out um <clears throat> but i'm on um yeah i'm on linkedin and twitter uh that's a lot of professionals will chat on there i'm on facebook instagram and i have a tiktok account i have 31 followers and the kids at school think it's hilarious and so we call it old lady twitter uh, old lady tiktok and um they think it's brilliant and I, I even do videos by myself now that's how tech advanced i'm getting well if you want to follow amanda on uh, twitter folks she's amanda pedal 69 on twitter that's <coughs> at amanda pedal 69 and she's well worth a follow there amanda thank you so much indeed for joining us i have so enjoyed chatting with you and uh, congratulations on the books and thank you so thank much you. for your contribution it's the uh, and this is amazing absolutely amazing and i hadn't thought of it um uh, before we actually talked so congratulations and an amazing contribution you're making thanks for joining us thank you so much